0: Welcome to Healing the Patriarchy with Love podcast. I'm your host Luna and together we're becoming rebels of the heart, one show at a time. You're listening to the Healing the Patriarchy with Love podcast. I'm your host Luna and today we're very blessed to be joined by Lynn Avis. And I've got Lynn's bio here and it's a really good one, so I'm going to read it out to you all so you can get a sense of Lynn before we begin. So Lynn Avis is a healer, angelic channel, spiritual teacher, international retreat host, and divine energy artist. She guides people to emotional mastery through the connection, reconnection to their soul, wisdom, and intuition, allowing them to reclaim their divinity and truth of who they really are. Her healer's journey spanning nearly three decades has taken her around the globe. Over the past 20 plus years, she has been fortunate to work and train with incredibly gifted mentors, intuitive healers and shamans in some of the world's most beautiful countries, such as Peru, Bali, Nepal, and the incredibly beautiful Greek island Kefalonia. It is on this stunning Greek island that she has hosted an annual Divine Connection Upgrade Retreat. A unique gift on her spiritual journey, she has trained as an usui Reiki master, become a highly intuitive card reader, worked on Sky TV as a live studio psychic and rediscovered unique healing gifts and a powerful healing connection to the angelic realm. She teaches others to connect with their angels, spirit guides, beloved ancestors and soul wisdom through online and in-person workshops. Wow that's quite the bio. So Lynn thank you so much for giving up your time to come and spend it with us today. I feel so grateful and blessed to have you with us on the show. So a very warm welcome.
1: Thank you for inviting me. I feel very honoured and excited to be here.
0: Oh god yeah I'm excited to have you here. (laughs) Thank you for coming. So, I just want to give the listeners a bit of a kind of background about you know how I know you and, and things like that just so they've kind of got a sense of that before we begin. So we're basically we're Facebook friends aren't we which is kind of a yeah. a modern thing isn't it? With it is.
1: it <laughs> is very modern yeah but it's been a number of years we've been Facebook friends. I'm trying to think back um, how long we've actually been Facebook friends and I can't think back that far (laughs) so I know it's it's many many years now many years
0: it it is I think it was probably about 2014 you know because I was quite new on the spiritual path and I was very into angels and then I think that's kind of how we connected actually was through angels so it's really interesting that then we're here today and I've asked you to come on and speak about angels so it looks like it was always meant to be oh, it's Meant It's to be <laughs> yeah that's how it works <laughs> yeah exactly yeah and I think you know one of the things that I really love and admire actually about your Facebook is that you know Facebook can be quite a difficult place for people the whole of so- social media is a bit of a, a you know a mixed bag isn't it shall we say yeah and the thing that really you know that I really love about you is that you've always got really positive and fun posts on but you don't bypass anything. You're not pretending that there isn't anything difficult in the world, but you're just like this beacon of angelic light.
1: Yeah. I, I make it a conscious, I've always made it a conscious effort to use Facebook as an extension of me. So Mm. I, you know, I, I, yeah, I don't bypass things. I've gone through an awful lot of healing my own personal wounds and I've never shied away from that from shadow work from really going and doing the inner work but I don't want to focus on that I don't want that to be my focus because I am a naturally optimistic uh, I I, I said I'm happy to die an eternal optimist (laughs) (laughs) Um, that you know I, I just am and I have a sunny outlook on life, even though it's been challenging, even though it's been extremely difficult at times, um, thankfully, and I am very, very grateful and thankful that I do have that natural sunny nature. Uh, So yeah, so Facebook, I just think there is enough other people. (laughs) sharing doom and gloom and what's wrong with the world and that's not my focus Uh, there's a lot of beauty in the world there's a lot of incredibly amazing people doing amazing things that can get overlooked so yeah that is definitely my focus
0: oh yeah well it's so powerful it it really is it's like I just feel it's like a a beacon of angelic light and I really do feel like you know lots of people talk about having a connection to angels and of course we all do But I think you're one of those people that kind of, I can feel the transmission of angelic energy from you. So, kind of like my podcast is actually quite dark. So, it is one of those dark places because, of course, you can't heal the patriarchy without talking about the damage
2: (laughs) that's been done by it. So, you know,
0: there's quite a lot of taboo topics covered on it. And I just really was sort of sitting with it and I felt like, you know, it just could do with a little bit of light just to keep things kind of moving along really because you know if there's a lot of dark it can get bogged down and yeah. um, it was instantly when I was thinking about angels it, it, I just thought I know exactly there's only one person for me that could come on the show to oh. represent angels and that would you. <laughs> <move.
1: laughs> oh that's lovely yeah I mean for me it's about balance you know And we have light and yeah. the dark within us it's mirrored out into the world and yeah, we've we've experienced a long period of of darkness with the patriarchy. Um, you know, as as the whole of humanity, uh, I do hope, and like I say, I will be that eternal optimist and hope that we are coming out of that now. And it is being exposed, and it is being shown to the world, and that we can rebalance that with the light and experience a, a, a different journey for humanity in the future
0: yeah it certainly feels like I mean so much has come to light so you know that it must be in the light so it must be healing so it certainly feels like we're yeah. we're on the right track I feel
1: yeah I feel we're in the messy middle um, yeah but that's okay that means we're moving forward and we're progressing so um, yeah we have to be <laughs> we have to love learn to love the messy middle I'm still working on that one <laughs> yeah me too
0: <laughs> it's a work in progress
1: work in progress That's, Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> um, so because some, I have very mixed listeners because not even though the show is quite spiritual because I am not everybody is very kind of um into spirituality mm-hmm. so although everybody will have heard of angels mm-hmm. can you maybe just sort of like for people that maybe don't know a lot about angels, just give us like an overview of what what angels are and what they what their kind of their purpose is for humanity. Do you
1: yeah, can kind of share some of that. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, this is you know my truth, and it doesn't have to be anybody else's truth. That's okay. Uh, but my truth is that we are a spiritual being. We are a consciousness, and we're experiencing that consciousness through being a human on earth at this time and along with that there are levels of consciousness um i do use the word god i took a long journey with that word and that uh level of consciousness that is the creator of all things you know i do believe that we have to see ourselves as a miracle that we are here and that each and every one of us is a miracle And then those different levels of consciousness and the angelic realm for me is a pure, beautiful level of consciousness that is assigned to humanity. Now this journey is not easy. (laughs) Being human really Mm -hmm. is not easy. It's, um, you know, people call it earth school, um, learning lessons. I want to change that story for myself. And I'm kind of, do I have to keep learning lessons? I didn't really like school. Um, but in each school, there's a playground and I prefer to focus on the playground. So I see Earth as this beautiful playground. And the an- angelic realm is lightness, is purity, is that part of that aspect of ourselves that is pure and light. Um, but they are there to assist us on this journey. They're our souls, companions. That's how ha- I see them and I do feel every soul is assigned an angelic guide, a guardian angel, if you want to call it a guardian angel, Um, but there is a hierarchy of angelic consciousness, and that's not a hierarchy like like humans have a hierarchy, that someone is better than someone else, uh, or less than someone else, that's not how those pure levels of consciousness work, Um, but the the hierarchy works in overseeing. So some oversee countries, some oversee um, elementals, some oversee uh, animals. So yeah, so tapping into that level of consciousness, that pure level of consciousness that is about joy, protections of uh, the arts it's it's very light so it's interesting that you're saying that the you know the podcast has has um got a, a quite a dark element to it The the angels are the complete opposite to that <laughs> mm. yeah but healing as well that you know the angelic energy that um is extremely healing Cause it's unconditional yeah. love and there's nothing, there's nothing more healing than unconditional love.
2: Oh, that, yeah, that's
0: so true. It really is true. I love that you call them companions then. I haven't yeah. thought of like
2: that. Yeah, yeah, that's really yeah.
1: yeah. And that, that, that was for me a, um, a whole journey of connecting with them. But what it gave me was this sense of, we are never alone and for me that is true you know we we temporarily feel separated from creation from god from nature when we we incarnate into earth we get that illusion of separation from source the divine whatever you want to call it that we come from and our con- connection is what we go back to our consciousness it's just this temporary Vehicle, this body that houses our soul, our spirit, our consciousness. And yeah, just reconnecting to that takes away that sense of being alone, having to do this on our own. um, We don't. We have a whole team of unseen. For most people, it's unseen. Some people are blessed to see angels um, and guides. But for most of us, it's unseen support that we can lean into that's constantly there and it makes the journey an awful lot easier and more pleasant.
0: Yeah I definitely have experienced that because um you know I felt so alone as a child but I did actually have Archangel Michael in my bedroom with Mm. me and following me around (laughs) and um I didn't really understand you know what he was (laughs) I just kind of knew that everybody else couldn't see him and he was kind of had this beautiful peaceful energy yes and and it was really really what I needed at the time and um so even though I I wasn't kind of consciously connecting with him as such just that sense of him being there helped me
2: yes yeah
1: that's feeling feeling safe feeling supported even though it might not seem logical um it's a feeling and for for me that's the way that I connect first connected with mm-hmm. the angels was a sense and feeling that they were there I couldn't see them yeah um, like some people um but I could hear a voice speaking to me but it was very strange because it was my voice but it was different yeah And that grew over time. For me, it grew in my confidence of what I was connecting to. But the sense and feeling was so beautiful. Like you say, that serene peace and inner calm that I wasn't experiencing in my everyday life. It was very different, uh, what was going on around me as a child. But that sense and feeling that peace was just, I was like, oh, I want more of that. And I always I always say, when you do start connecting to the angelic, it's almost like they give you a golden carrot, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> that feeling of peace, that feeling of calm and serenity. And like, oh, I want to feel that again. I want to feel that again. <laughs> so that's how they kind of nudge you into going in into your inner self through meditation, through breath work, through just being still
0: so can you talk to me a little bit more about what happened when you did first connect you know when when was this and what was kind of happening around your life and and what did you think when you first kind of felt that energy what
1: yeah it it was interesting because I had a a very very profound experience when I was in hospital but I didn't know at the time I knew something extraordinary had happened i didn't automatically say oh that was an angelic experience it was only years later that I I realized what it was and it was in I was in hospital I'd had a ruptured ectopic pregnancy and gone through the through the night with internal bleeding so it was a life-saving operation yeah and then I have a, a natural aversion to hospitals doctors all that kind of stuff and my brain wouldn't shut down when I was in hospital, so I couldn't sleep. So by day five of no sleep at all, um, Mm. I was on the edge and then I broke down because I hadn't cried, any of that. So I was in a, a pretty hysterical state and the nurse was so lovely with me and she got me into the bed and she said, look, you've done really well, but all this has got to come out and try and get some sleep so she calmed me down I fell asleep it was late morning and when I woke up I maybe had a couple of hours sleep but I felt like a different person and I felt so calm so serene and I was surrounded by a smell of flowers like when you walk into a florist Mm-hmm. And that overwhelming fragrance hits you, it's so intense. And there was no flowers in the hospital, so I'm looking around me and like sniffing under the covers, <laughs> sniffing under my arms, like where is that smell coming from? And like a um, like a lilac uh, like um, lilacy haze when I came to that cleared very quickly, but the smell lingered and I was just like, wow, but it was how I felt Inside that was completely contrary to how I'd fallen asleep, and just this real calm. And I had the fragrance smell again when I went home, which I did have flowers in in my house, in my front room. But I smelt them in my bathroom. I smelt them in the cupboard under the stair. You know, in very strange places. Mm. So I knew something was going on, but I, I I didn't know that was angelic. I I then found out years later when I started. Uh, studying angels and I did a an angelic connection course that it was an archangel called Muriel and she connects with people when they're ready to start their their journey their spirit really start their spiritual journey and reclaim their gifts their intuitive gifts so it's many years later where my life came to a big crossroads and that was, I had another ruptured ectopic pregnancy and I wanted to leave the career that I was in, hairdressing. And I was guided this time, very pronounced, (laughs) they didn't mess about uh, with synchronicities to find me a teacher and a mentor who ran angelic meditation classes. And of course, she's an amazing lady uh, who's now one of my dearest soul sisters. And once I started meditating, my gifts quickly kicked in and I'd done psychic development in my 20s. So 30, 30 something years ago, I knew I had something that maybe not everybody had, but I didn't have the personal confidence i didn't have the self-worth the self-belief to pursue it so i shut it all down and then it so this was 2000 uh, late 2004 beginning of 2005 this is when they really synchronicity they pushed me to go to this meditation class and it was really quite funny um i'd got a meeting booked with my bank uh, my bank manager and I got there early and I was walking through the, the village and there was um, a, a shop that sold magazines and it was called Bargain Booze. <laughs> and, I was, and I was like, I need to go in Bargain Booze. And I was, I was having a conversation with myself in my head. So I thought it was with myself saying, go in Bargain Booze. And I was like, I don't wanna go in Bargain Booze. Why do I wanna go in Bargain Booze? Well, you could get a magazine you could read a magazine while you're waiting because you're too early for them. And I was like, I don't really want to read a magazine. And it was just this conversation going on in my head, which forced me to go into this shop that I didn't want to go into, to buy a magazine that I didn't want to buy. And it was to see the notice on the notice board, a poster for an angelic meditation class. And I just, because I put out that this was what I was looking for. And I was just looking and I was like, I can't believe this. <laughs> it's like, oh my God, me. Um, so that was the beginning. And that was actually somebody else's course um, through the summer. And then Jackie was through a college, an adult education college. So it started in the September and that was it. Once I started there, once I started meditating, all my gifts started. So the clairsentient sensing and feeling really honed in, then the Claire audience, and then the, the final one was the Claire, uh, clairvoyance. That was the one that had freaked me out in my twenties and I'd closed down. Yeah. So we do have free will, you know, we're not given anything that we can't handle, that we can't cope with, we are, you know, we've been given that God-given free will, so we choose. And I chose to embrace it then, although it was a it was a long journey. But I did those classes for seven years. I, I wouldn't have wanted to miss one for the world. I loved it.
0: Right. Goodness
1: me. <laughs> so, yeah, it was a bit of an epic journey. <laughs> um, but it, it just helped me in, in all areas of my life, releasing trauma from the past, with helping with relationships that I was in, um healing physical things it was just incredible so why would I want to give that up when I was reaping the benefits
2: mm.
0: yeah I know we're not going to talk about this but I just want to say I'm sorry about your ruptured ectopic pregnancies oh just, yeah.
1: thank
2: you out of
0: respect I just wanted to say that but, thank you but like not wanting to move on really rapidly either but um I know that's not what we're here to talk about today, so I just kind of wanted to mention it, though.
1: Yeah, no, it's part of my journey, and I've I've got full awareness of of why why I chose to exp- and I do feel I chose to experience that journey. Um, yeah, I'm here to help others. So anything that we go through, and that we overcome, and that we heal and become empowered by then I do feel it's our soul's journey to then help others experience the same and we do become those beacons of light for people
0: yeah well you you certainly have and I just want to say that it's so brave of your soul to have opted to do that in order to help people so thank you
1: yeah the ego and the human doesn't always understand
0: that (laughs) (laughs) no I'm sure I know that well Oh yes. Games yes. many an ego
1: conversation <laughs> with my higher self. <laughs> Good, Can check that soul contract please? <laughs> I just want to go back over the fine just print want to you. go over the fine print. Thank you very much.
0: Yeah, I have a joke with my friends and um we say who authorized this? I want to speak to the manager.
1: <laughs> oh, I call I call board meetings quite often. <laughs> <laughs> board meeting with my team right is a board meeting this I'm
2: not, I'm not, yeah,
1: I'm not fully on board that. with this so board meeting is required
0: <laughs> I love that that's brilliant <laughs> so when you were when all these gifts kind of started to come online did it feel natural or was it quite overwhelming or did you yeah. just start helping yeah. people what what kind of happened with that
1: so with the once I I got uh, connecting with the angelic energy yes it felt fantastic it was just like oh it was what I been my soul I always feel it's like your 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 soul will allow you so many years of your personality we'll call it instead of ego your personality being formed your experiences and let you go so far and then it pulls rank (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's like no <laughs> you're not driving the bus anymore <laughs> <God> <laughs> now I'm taking I'm taking charge I'm gonna be driving from here on so I like to make friends with my ego I, I feel that's um, people say get rid of your ego I don't feel you can it's part of you it's you know it's it's all shaping and coloring who you are but making friends with your ego and and understanding it and where it comes from and your programs and beliefs so by the time i did the meditation class the angelic meditation class i was ready i was it was what i was looking for so i was on board with it i wasn't fighting it like i'd done in my 20s and and yeah so the sentient, I could start sensing and feeling things and Jackie was an incredible teacher and she could see what I couldn't see in myself which is always handy because you know still self-belief is is um, a program that I seem to have embraced quite a lot <laughs> through my life <laughs> not, not really believing in myself um and I, I feel that gives me a real empathy with people when I'm teaching and it gets feedback to me of like, people don't feel judged. They feel safe in my energy. They feel you know safe being guided by me. And I feel that's because I've done that journey and yeah. it is work in progress all the time. But Jackie could see in me, so she pushed me and she did push me, God bless her. Um, to start doing readings. And it was baptism of fire because she'd organized um, a table at an event, a little mind, body, spirit event. And she had a long list of people. And she said, oh, I can't do all these. She said, here you go, here's the table, here's the chair. And I was like, I can't. <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean do readings? Um, no. And she said, yes, you can sit down. She knew I was ready, but I did need that push. So that was the that was the beginning was readings. And then I intuitively woke up one day and thought I need to learn how to do Reiki. I'd never had a Reiki session. Um, I'd had spiritual healing in my twenties, um, energy healing, natural healing, spiritual healing, whatever you want to call it, but I'd never had Reiki. I'd heard this name mentioned, uh, but I just knew that I had to train to do it. So I was like, well, how do I find a, a, a Reiki teacher? And I looked online and then there was all this long-winded of like, you've got to find the right master and they might be the other side of the country. And I, and I was like, I haven't got time or money for that. <laughs> this is when I, I put I pulled a board meeting and I said, <laughs> just find me the right Reiki master for me. I haven't got time, I've got money to be traipsing all over the country. And that was a client had a wrong rang a wrong number and then she she rang me and said Lynn I think I've found you your Reiki master this was within days of me having the board meeting (laughs) and I said what and she said yeah she said this lady I I rung the wrong number and talked to her for two and a half hours (laughs) and she said and she lives just five minutes walk from you (laughs) Oh, wow. <laughs> and she was a really amazing lady. She had been a Reiki master for donkey's years. She had trained. Yeah. And and that was it. So I did my, my Reiki one and two. And that helped me on my healing journey. And that helped me with my intuitive gifts as well. But I became a Reiki master and teacher. I took five years to do it. Um, but then years down the line when I, and funny enough, that was when I was in Peru and uh in a retreat and the shaman said to me, what you do is not Reiki.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: he picked up, it was the angels. So even though I didn't train in angelic Reiki, as people call it, it's angelic healing. I don't feel we need the titles. We don't need the labels and and I said, well, people know what Reiki is, <laughs> what do I call it? And he said, well, your, your your connection is so pure. He said, you don't need the Reiki title. Mm. And I was like, okay. Um, so I know it's, you know, as a healer, you're a channel. It's not you doing the healing. And I feel that that's important that people recognize that you can clear yourself of your trauma fully charged
0: battery, fully
1: charged. and your journey of healing you makes you a clearer channel for that healing energy to come through.
0: Sorry, I'm just so, laughing because as you're saying about being a clear channel and letting it come through, it just says "fully charged" with the. I battery. know. Sorry, that's
1: my phone. I don't know. what I can't turn that off. I don't know. <laughs> where it's come from but it now speaks to me that it's fully charged <laughs> yeah so when you're fully charged yourself you are now full angelic energy Lynn <laughs> yeah I'm fully charged with oh. angelic energy they're flowing through but that's it it yeah. flows through you so the clearer you are as a channel the more energy that can flow through you so um I always say that you can get okay healers good healers and exceptional healers and that's how much of their own I was going to swear then um of their own that they've cleared (laughs) that makes the difference and yeah so that that was pro that was 2015 when I was in Peru that I I kind of started to drop in the um the Reiki title and started claiming the angelic connection Mm. and then went on to see an angel in Peru funnily enough you mentioned in Archangel Michael that was who showed up oh yeah so I'd been connecting at this point for like nearly 12 years (laughs) and I was like why do I not see
2: angels
1: (laughs) (laughs) like other people um was my ego was getting quite miffed about it because I just seemed to be meeting more and more people that that literally physically saw angels and i was like well how is this working you've got me connecting and working for the angelic realm and yet i can't see i sense and feel i hear really clearly great i know that they're there but i want to see an angel and that was just ego it was just sheer ego but he actually showed up because i called on board meeting with god at that point to help somebody who was really distressed And it was distressing me seeing her. And it was a girl that was training to be a shaman uh, with the shaman of the retreat. And I really connected with her. She's a beautiful, beautiful soul. And it was really upsetting me as a sensitive, energy sensitive and being. And I I literally said, God, please bring Archangel Michael or Archangel Raphael to help Valentina. And he showed up and the whole wall in front of me went this is a big round building um like a thatched great big high 15 20 foot building and the wall just all in front of me went this golden shimmery white light like an iridescent white light and this great big 12, 15 foot angel in front of me. And I, I, I just heard one word, which was Michael. But I, in my head, went, Michael, questioning it because he didn't show up how I perceived. If Archangel Michael rocks up into my world, he's going to be, you know, with his uh, royal blue and gold bright light and his sword of light and, and his shield and all of <laughs> the, the <laughs> depictions that we have been given and it was anything but he was shimmering iridescent white and his wings edged in gold, his robe edged in gold. And I just, when I questioned it and said, Michael, I just heard in all God's glory. And I didn't speak that way at the time cause I was struggling with the word God at the time mm-hmm. and so I, I knew, I just knew, my whole body shivered and then he'd gone. Um, I know, I, I, and I've always known that angels aren't winged beings. We have this depiction because of the way that energy has been seen by human beings. Their, their frequency is so high, their vibration is so high. The way their light, if it is seen by human perception, looks, very like that like winged but it, it we've humanized them and they're not human yeah so but they know that we like that and we feel safe with that vision And um, because I'd asked but it actually wasn't for me uh, I was asking and calling on it then I got that experience and it was life-changing for me even though I'd been connecting and working with them for over a decade at that point, that was a a pivotal shift for me in um, myself and my confidence in me. But it was at the right point in time for me. Yeah,
0: divine timing.
1: Divine timing always, which divine timing is us. (laughs) (laughs) us being aligned (laughs) yeah yeah
0: yeah Yeah. because it it can only happen when it's the right time can't it Yes, yeah yeah Yeah. because so you have had some quite big experiences really haven't you with 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 the angels
1: yes yeah
0: would you say that they're a constant though so they're constantly there in your life
1: yes and I and I just feel when I when I stepped up and started connecting daily that's when everything shifted so that's what the meditation class I was going to the meditation class once a week at first like you do and this is really nice but then it was like I want to feel that again and then again and then making that commitment to meditate every day was the game changer because you need that stillness. And I have I the classic monkey mind when I was younger, when I'm a Gemini, so very <laughs> mentally based, <laughs> mental, <laughs> um, mentally based of mind chatter, overthinking, constant conversation in my head. And I needed to still that down because the perception of them is very subtle at first. It gets stronger with time and with dedication to trusting. It's a faith journey, definitely a faith journey. Um, but it just, that connection gets stronger. And then it, it changes from a belief and a faith to a knowing. And that deep-seated trust, and the, when it shifts to a knowing, nothing, nothing could persuade me any different that it's not true to me
0: yeah it's your lived everyday
1: experience. it's my lived experience and I don't need other people to believe me and that's the difference
2: yeah
1: whereas yeah. when you when you start off you want people to believe you you want to and I'm not here to preach to anybody to convince anybody I just have a gift to help people
2: connect themselves yeah well, with that in mind,
0: I know you, you have said that you would be willing, because I've asked you if you would be willing to do a guided meditation for people on this podcast, just kind of like now, so that people could maybe potentially experience that for themselves. Or, or Yes, if I'd love to. Angel, yeah. It'll just be an extra kind of gift.
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: Um, yeah. Okay. So I just want to let the listeners know then, because I do have listeners that listen in the car yeah (laughs) Yeah, you must not listen to the guided meditation in the car no you can download the episode and listen to it another time you can pause just please do not listen to it whilst driving because I know Lynn is powerful so I don't want you to kind of fall asleep or go into an altered state of consciousness you really must Not listen to it whilst driving.
1: No, or operating any kind of machinery.
0: (laughs) Machinery as well, that's the one, isn't it? Yeah, heavy machinery. Yeah. Yeah, I always (laughs) say, you know, if you're kind of responsible for vulnerable people. So, you know if you've got kids and they're awake it might it might not be a good time you might want to wait till they're in bed
2: yeah
1: yeah when you when you can just focus on yourself and just close your eyes so if there's anything that you feel you wouldn't be able to just close your eyes and just relax for 10-15 minutes then wait wait until you're in that position
0: yeah okay so with that in mind, you might like to pause, or you might like to decide to download it. Whatever you need to do, we'll just give you a little minute to do that. Um, And then, Lynn, do you want to kind of tell people, you know, how to get comfortable, and then kind of just go into the the guided yes. meditation? And and then when you're finished, because I'll I'll do the meditation because I can
1: because yes, I'm lucky. Yeah, lovely. <laughs>
0: so, So I might just take a little minute to come out at the end, but I will definitely speak. Yeah, just bear with me.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Okay.
1: Yeah, so for for meditation, it is best if you sit up uh, with your feet flat on the floor, unless you want to sit in the yoga pose um, and sit on the ground. Lying down, the tendency is to want to fall asleep. So it's a guided meditation and to just stay aware of my voice in the meditation, it is usually better to just have that upright um, position. So feeling yourself supported, get yourself nice and comfy, that your back feels supported and that your feet. And then just when you're ready, just focusing on your breath and closing your eyes. And the reason closing your eyes for a meditation is because we take so much stimulus in through our eyes that your brain is trying to process all that information. So just gently closing your eyes, but you can open them. There's nothing to be worried about. You're not going to be hypnotized or go into deep trance or anything like that. This is just gonna be a very gentle, light meditation, but hopefully very relaxing. So just closing your eyes when you're ready. And with your eyes closed, just now focus on your breath. So just become aware of yourself breathing because you're actually being breathed. You don't have to think about this. You know, you are being breathed and you take that breath in and you release that breath out without ever having to think about that. But we just wanna focus our awareness on that breath now. So we take a conscious deep breath in through the nose, And just allow your belly to flop out. And then when you breathe out, your belly will naturally come back in. And this is like a baby breathes. So you watch a baby breathe in, the belly comes out right out when the baby breathes in, and then goes back in on the out breath. And that's a conscious deep breath. So that's taking a nice deep breath. Most people, particularly in the Western world, are shallow breathing from their their chest area. So just the breath alone is relaxing. So taking that breath in and then releasing out tension and stress on the out breath. And the mind wants something to do so thoughts will come into your mind and that's okay. We can't really get rid of thoughts, but we can bear witness to them. And then when we realize we're witnessing a thought, we can just come back to the breath. It's just a very gentle, bringing your awareness back to the breath and just the journey of that breath into your body. And as you take that breath down further into your body, Imagine you're breathing into your abdomen and you're breathing all the way down into your hips. And the out-breath is where you relax so you can release tension and stress out of your body. So really letting go on the out-breath, giving yourself permission to let go and then breathing all the way down to the soles of your feet on your next breath. So just imagining that breath traveling all the way down. And as you gather up tension and stress on that out breath, just feeling more relaxed, feeling softer in yourself, giving your muscles permission to loosen and soften and breathing down as though you're breathing down into the earth and just feeling the ground below you and imagining that you have roots like a tree like a mighty oak tree and
2: that you can actually breathe through these roots. And taking that breath all the way down through your roots into the earth. And you feel secure and anchored and grounded. This is a great way
1: to ground your energy. If you're feeling a little uncertain or unsettled or anxious, just breathing down as though you're breathing down into
2: the earth. And Mother Earth holds you. She nurtures you. She provides everything for you. And at the centre of Mother Earth,
1: the heart of Mother Earth, there's a beautiful, loving energy. You can breathe that energy back up your roots. So you can breathe energy, you can revitalise them, regenerate them. And breathing that energy all the way to the soles of your feet into your body. And as you breathe that beautiful energy of Mother Earth around your body, you relax even more. And just imagining that you're being held and nurtured by the most loving mother,
2: Mother Earth. And just breathing it into your body, into your bones, into your skin, into your nervous system, into your digestive system into all your internal organs. And every part of you now is being loved and nurtured. And soften and loosen. All these parts of you work so hard for you.
1: And just allow them, just give them permission to relax in this beautiful, loving energy.
2: Breathing into your heart, through your shoulders, down your arms. Breathing
1: through your spine and allowing the energy that's flowing up from Mother Earth to flow through the muscles in your back and your spine and just relaxing that down. It's just a very gentle, loving energy.
2: And through your neck, through your jaw, through your scalp, through all your facial muscles, we hold a lot of tension
1: in our face, in our temple and brow, to the crown of your head.
2: And now just picturing the crown of your head as like a bud, a lotus flower bud, and it opens up petal by petal. And as your awareness rises through the crown of your head,
1: just imagining a column of white light, the divine, life force energy. Some people call this the chi energy, ki energy, universal life force energy, source energy. It's from the divine, from God, from the creator, the creator that created you, whatever works for you. And this life force
2: energy, you can breathe into your energy system Breathing that down the center of your body. And breathing this now, this divine light energy through your energy system,
1: brings with it healing, brings divine love,
2: divine power, and divine healing, and divine wisdom. And as you breathe this through your cells, breathing through the cell membrane, breathing it all the way through the mitochondria into the God particle,
1: the spark of who you are into your DNA. And just allowing this energy to
2: rise back up through the crown of your head, And through your energy fields, through your emotional body. And this light is like a sparkling, shimmering white light.
1: And as you breathe it through your emotional body, it cleanses and purifies, heals your emotions. And now breathing through your mental body, so again, seeing the light rise up out of the crown of your head, through the toric field, through your mental body,
2: cleansing, purifying, healing your thoughts, and your etheric body. And then it forming a sphere of light all
1: around you, above you, below you, in front, behind, to the sides. So this sphere of beautiful shimmering white divine light encases you maybe see a bubble, a ball,
2: an egg shape, a spacesuit, whatever works for you. And just see your own light now, your own divine light become brighter and clearer and stronger. And then calling on the angelic forces, the angelic realm. I'm gonna
1: call on Archangel Michael, Archangel Uriel, Archangel Raphael and Archangel Gabriel. And see them standing as four beautiful sentinels of divine love, light, healing and protection
2: and then above Archangel Metatron, below Archangel Sandolphin. And there's a thread of light connecting each and every one of them. And then that light radiates out and forms another sphere. And this beautiful divine love, light, healing, and protection is all around you, around your own divine light, amplifying
1: that divine love, that divine wisdom, that divine power, that divine
2: healing, encasing you in this beautiful sphere, receiving healing, feeling safe and protected, Receiving wisdom. Reconnecting to your own divinity. Bringing that sacred back into your everyday life. And now we're very gently going to come back to your
1: physical presence, but bringing back all this beautiful energy to feel peaceful, to feel calm, to feel lighthearted. And that energy of healing is gonna continue to work very slowly, very gently throughout the day or the evening when you're listening to this. So very gently now, just in that beautiful light, bringing your awareness back into your physical body. Just gently breathing in and wiggling your fingers and toes. Breathing in consciously, deeply, just rolling your shoulders and stretching out, feeling light, feeling at ease, feeling peaceful feeling wide awake and alert, and then taking a nice deep breath in. And when you're ready, there's no rush, but just very gently open
2: your eyes. And when you're able to just grab yourself a drink of water when you're fully back and nowhere.
0: that has sorted me right out <laughs>
2: <laughs> wonderful it
0: has honestly sorted me right out and I think you know when we when we were talking just before we came on the show I was saying I was in a bit of a state I had yes. quite a, a difficult weekend and it's just gone
1: it Oof, <laughs> so it's I'm, gone amazing
0: yeah,
1: yeah, you've perfect timing answer.
0: Yeah, thank you so much, and thank you for being so generous in sharing, you know, your incredible gift with us all, doing that for us. And
1: um, my absolute I, pleasure.
0: I'm going to download the episode Never mind anybody
1: Well, yeah, you can start whenever.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, because that was a it was beautiful. Thank you so much. It really has sorted me out. i Can feel everything's just kind of dissolved, gone.
2: Oh, beautiful,
1: wonderful. Yeah. Yeah, their energy is just—it is—it is magical. I do like that word "magical" because it really is miraculous when you work with that energy frequency.
0: And what I really got from it, because I, I tend to be quite visual, so I, I'm a bit different to you. I don't tend to be very um, clear sentient. I don't tend to feel things.
1: That okay. Else.
0: But actually, I did really feel it with that. So that was oh, interesting. nice you know coming from you who feels things I felt things this time so beautiful yeah so that was really lovely for me to experience Mm, nice thank you my pleasure I just wanted to ask one one kind of last thing before we kind of wrap up a little bit yep that's okay
1: yeah absolutely
0: I'm just interested in these um retreats that you run so I wondered if you could just tell us a little bit about those and then then we can kind of close up a little bit yeah
1: so that came about because I developed I wanted to go traveling and my skills were all in person because I was running in-person workshops healings um readings and transferring my skills online so I could go traveling um I put together um an angelic connection course and then I did a Divine Masterclass course, and from from that course, then the the retreat developed, and that was to for people to be able to immerse themselves into the inner journey of connection, uh, clearing out old trauma, beliefs, programs from childhood, all with the angelic connection, and then reprogramming. Bringing in healing, um, so it was a it was a five day um, retreat, the first one, and then it became a seven day because people enjoyed it that much and were like, "I want longer." And it was in it was on the Greek island, you know, so to allow people to enjoy the island as well, it became a seven day. And then, of course, the world shut down, <laughs> yeah. so um, I haven't held one for a couple of years. But it's something that I would really like to uh, get back up and running. But I, I, I would like to run one in the UK as well. Yeah. So I'm looking at doing that later in the year. Uh, I live in Devon now in beautiful South Devon. And it's such a gorgeous part of the world um, that uh, yeah feels it would be lovely to run one here as well.
0: Yeah, I certainly would, wouldn't it? It's all mm. be
1: beautiful. Yeah. You have beaches as well, don't you? It's gorgeous. It is. It is one of them. And I, I was guided here literally by the angels. Mm. Um, when I left Greece, well, I came back. I was living in Catalonia, and then I came back in the August. Uh, been back in the UK a year now. I've, I've lost track of the years. It's just, I can't even remember what year to say now. <laughs> but anyway, I came back in the um, the August and it they, they were very clear that I was coming back to the UK, but my ego was like, no. <laughs> uh, but I have to follow where my soul leads. And in the November, I booked the flight and in the December, I came back. So I've been back just over a year and it was, Devon, and I didn't really know Devon that well. I've got a a best friend that lives in East Devon and the synchronicity was magical. And I'm living in a place that I've fallen absolutely head over heels in love with and feels like home. So yeah, so to run a retreat in this part of the world would be amazing now.
0: Oh, yeah. I really hope that you make that true.
1: Mm. Yeah. Well, once it's put out there, <laughs> the <laughs> seed has floated out into the universe <laughs> and will yeah. germinate um, just like it did for the... I'd, I'd wanted to do an international retreat. Uh, I And I had either Greece or Ibiza in my mind. And, yeah, it took several years of me clearing my limiting beliefs out that I could do it Um, and it was magical it was nothing short of miraculous there's no way around it that it blew me away of the experiences that people had all supported by the magic of Greece the healing energy and the angels it was incredible yeah right you've made me want to book one right here right now (laughs) now
0: should do it definitely yes yes Yes. yeah I feel that that's calling isn't it definitely
2: yes it is is.
0: (laughs) great wonderful I look forward to seeing all about it Mm. so I think unless you have anything else that you want to share I think I will just probably ask you if you can tell people where they can kind of find more more about you and certainly your energy art which I love
1: Yeah, so connect with me on Facebook. Uh, My name, Lynn Avis, L-Y-N-N-A-V-I-S. I do have a page, which is Lynn Avis Divine by Design. So you can find me on that page or on my personal page. And yeah, connect with me there. At the moment, my website is being reconstructed. Um, I'm going through a transition of uh, my offerings so that's at the moment it's under construction so the, the easiest way is uh, Facebook.
0: Yeah and, and you sell um, tote bags don't you where you
1: so sell- yes I've just started uh-huh. yeah getting creative again now I'm settled in the UK and I'm not traveling <laughs> I did four years of nomadic um, I've started Uh, getting creative and painting so yeah I'm doing hand-painted tote bags at the moment so it's a nice creative outlet and I'm going to be starting doing my angelic and divine uh, art as well canvases which is tuning into people's energy frequency and their angels and bringing that through into a piece of artwork which I did several years ago before I went traveling that people still Still, message me and come, you know, send me um, messages about their art and how they still love it, which is a beautiful thing. But that was another way that the angel energy can radiate out through the world. So,
2: Mm, So their lights
1: shining, yeah.
0: Just think of all those people that have got it anchored in their home,
1: (laughs) yes, yeah. People in their treatment rooms or their bedrooms, and they just say it brings a beautiful peaceful energy and loving energy into that space
0: yeah i've seen them they def- they definitely do emanate beautiful peaceful angelic energies so, yeah yeah more of them in the world please
1: <laughs> yes and i got a, a response from a um a facebook friend in germany and just from the photograph of one of the bags i wasn't expecting this i was i was hoping um i'd set the intention that people you know got a real connection to the energy of their bag yeah. but from a photograph and he said this energy shot through him through yeah. his chakras into the ground and out through the crown uh, up up from the ground through his chakras out of his crown only within two minutes of him looking at this photograph on Facebook oh. and I was like wow even i was like <laughs> not expecting that kind of response which was amazing
0: yeah yeah, yeah. no they de- they're definitely they're potent i've, I've felt them myself yeah um, which okay, was well, to hear <laughs> yeah i bet it was yeah <laughs> it's good to have the confirmation isn't mm. it
1: yeah when you're not expecting it like that <laughs> yeah. not from a photograph i wasn't no oh
0: well just shows you doesn't it mm. Yeah. Okay. So I just want to say thank you so, so much, Lynn. I've loved this. I could talk to you for forever. <laughs> I could have you <laughs> on a million times and, and carry on talking to you, but our time is coming to an end now. So I just wanted to say thank you so much, especially for that beautiful guided meditation. And as I say, it sorted me right out. And I'm sure it will sort everybody else out if they listen as well.
1: Oh, lovely. <laughs> so thank it's been you a pleasure. So much
0: yeah it's been, been it has been a pleasure thank you for coming on okay take care lynn bye you've been listening to the healing the patriarchy with love podcast with luna anna subscribe and follow to join the tribe of rebel hearts